Well, let's let's keep it um, basic and simple. The episode is about marriage. Um, it's not really a structured episode. I think um, I actually wanted to do a structured episode, and I was kind of like, you can't you can't really structure something like this because it flows quite naturally, and there's so many ver- so so many variables involved, especially when it comes to marriage. Um, loads of issues, especially in our culture here and back home. So. It's just to talk about all these issues and all the things that we see as people, as British, Asian, Muslims that have lived in this country and have lived back home, but I've also seen our friends and family experience as well. Um, so I don't know where, where you boys want to start. Does anyone have yeah, any just suggestions? To, just to add on that, I think it's it'll be good for non-Asian people because I think there's some connotations around Asian people and arranged marriages. Um, so just to clear some, you know, some things, some things up around arranged arranged marriages, because um, because there is a a difference between a forced marriage and an arranged marriage. So I'll, I do want to touch on that as well a little bit. Um, so yeah, who who wants to start? I mean, just to give some context, other other two have been so quiet. So I mean, you having a conversation? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I thought you were just introducing the topic, but. Um, <laughs> Building upon from what Vagar just said, um, I think it's important that we also talk about how marriages are ar- arranged uh-huh. and what we do during them. As into we, there's a lot of um, pleasing other people during marriages. There's a lot of oh, we need to look a certain way. We need to spend a certain amount of money, etc., etc. Mm. Where religiously, that doesn't. You know, tie yeah. in with anything. That's all cultural. So that's many things. So many things we could talk about, right? Exactly. Um, maybe the audience have already noticed. Jay Arkub's not here because he's the only single person. So it made so sense. We, that we kicked him out today. <laughs> <laughs> so it made sense that this episode was for the married people. Um, yeah. Although, you know, it would be interesting at some point to have the perspective of a single person. That, yeah, a single person that's you know almost in his thirties and still not married. Mm. That's just a joke. It's a joke, yeah. by the way. Uh, it's not a joke, really. It's a joke. It's a joke. But we'll talk about why why people are struggling to get married and stuff anyway, because that's interested within itself. Um, I think we should start with maybe we should start with that. Yeah, think, let's start yeah, yeah. with yeah. what you and that. your friend is suffering from. Um, you mentioned me and my no, friend. No, yeah. that you, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm married. Your friend, your friend, and what the situation that he's suffering from. You mentioned during one of our chats prior to this podcast that you have a friend that is. Um, uh, that was actually for another episode. You know? Oh, was it? Okay, that I'll was that, that was that was actually for the racism episode because yeah. in keep our it culture, out, yeah. Yeah. keep it out. Yeah, okay. you know, there's a, there is a lot of racism. Mm. Let's not, you know, let's not yeah. hide hide the fact. I think, uh, like, just touching on the racism bit, I think um, uh, one of the main, one of the sort of, I would say, top top five things that um, Asian parents, especially from back home, they look at is like. <laughs> like the skin color <laughs> no it's true it's true <laughs> that's it's so true, true. I, was, I was actually like they would bring say, that up like instead of saying uh mashallah she's um or this guy is um i don't know he's very learned and he's got a degree and stuff or he's very light yeah. they, they would start off with that like mashallah yeah, yeah 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 basically yeah. but you know the uh, if you talk religiously the Azusa, there's a hadith as said awesome. if you have if you have few options like if a girl is rich 
or a girl is beautiful or she has a good character, the best one would be with the good character, right? And I was listening to a lecture yesterday and uh, the trainer said that whenever there's a conflict between religion and culture, culture al- always wins. Mm-hmm. And that's true. That is true. That is true. I think it's fair to say that we've um, obviously, uh, to some extent, we've we either know someone who's gone through that, you know, where the culture overtakes religion or we've been through it ourselves. Um, so I think it, you know, it definitely is an issue. Uh, can we can we talk about the culture? Because the culture is something that's quite controversial. Yeah. Like I'm married, right? And I married someone of my own choice. So I married someone that's British born. But sometimes but it wasn't f- low married, right? It wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, you would put it in that category. How do you define? Because that? basically, it? the definition of a love marriage in in British terminology is um, anything that's outside of an arranged marriage. Because otherwise, if it's not a love really? marriage, it's an arranged marriage. Yeah. Yes. So love, yeah, doesn't, yeah. love doesn't necessarily in, in, mean in, in, in your Pakistan girlfriend and boyfriend, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't yeah, mean yeah. your girlfriend and boyfriend. Boyfriend is someone that you've married out of your own will, your own choice. It wasn't yeah. arranged. Mm. So in Pakistan, it's a bit different. Okay. So love marriage implies that implies you're courting. That you're with okay. her, basically, okay. outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. I think, is that... Not really. I think we're mixing up terms here. Okay, so, so you so tell me what way, you think love marriage is. No, the, so I'll quote that trainer again. So, you know, whenever you have a strong emotion within yourself, either it's anger or love or fear, yeah? And if you make a decision on that feeling, or uh, let's say if you are in, with, if you are in love with someone, you will overlook all the negativities in that person. And that's true. Okay. Yeah. But when you're thinking logically and you're deciding, like you said, I'm married of I my get, own choice. I get yeah? where you're coming from. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get where you're coming from. But yeah, in, you're, you're, you're looking at it like holistically, whereas the definition that I was given of what a love marriage is, is how we categorize it here. Yeah. Love marriage is something that isn't arranged as far as I'm concerned, but obviously I get what he's saying as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably how they view it back home, right? No, I, I think, no, I think no, no. what- Or is, he, it, what or is this is how you view it yourself, is a personal view, your own definition. Yeah. yeah. I, okay. I think what AJ said is, is um, universal. Anything outside of arranged arrange is, is a love, love yeah. marriage. Simple yeah, you as can that's what they do yeah, back that's home. That's a general, yeah. I that's, think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that's what they do back home and that's what they do here. Um, but moving forward, we were going to touch about some yeah, yeah. What, things. What I was going to say yeah. was, um, obviously, I married someone um, which wasn't a, an arranged marriage. It wasn't a forced marriage or anything like that. It was some someone of my own choice. Whereas um, sometimes I think that certain people in my family would be happy or more affectionate towards me if I married one of my cousins or something. Do you know what I mean? In our culture, um, and I've seen it, I've seen it happen to some of my cousins and stuff, you get you get like their parents saying, oh, it would have been like my father's wish for, for you to, for, for both of his grandchildren to marry. Do you know what I mean? And that's quite, uh, quite prevalent in our culture. And I think that's a bit of a problem because Islamically, yeah, a lot of the times this blackmail comes from, like, say, for example, there's a parent, yeah, and that was their father's wish and let's say their father's passed away yeah god rest his soul islamically if you think about it 
that person has passed away now. So their wishes in this dunya are irrelevant. irrelevant. Do you know what I mean? And it's also against Islam for you to marry someone against their own wishes. And I also think the whole emotional blackmail element of it is wrong. I think we've been given a framework. Um, I think we've been given a framework to uh, find a, a, a spouse um, in terms of what, what the things we need to look for. We shouldn't really, we shouldn't really be, uh, list, like, I, I don't want to say listening because sometimes elders, they give you advice from out of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you don't know what you're looking for. So they're like, okay, they steer you in the right direction. Like, no, this Do is... Do you really think... What I just explained is because of what you're saying. Because they have your best interest No, at no, no, heart. no. I'm saying sometimes, okay. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, okay, So fine, like sometimes, fine. sometimes, uh, I'll give you an example. So say, for example, if you're a, a, a young guy growing up in the UK and you're used to um, going out with your friends mm-hmm. on the weekend, basically. Yeah. Um, you know, you and I know that if that person gets, finds a girl from... I don't know from a a club or something. Yeah, it's not re- it's not really wise to pursue that. Yeah, of course. So of course. So elders might see that and they they might say, okay, I need to get my uh, I need to get you know my son or whatever on the right track, and I need to sort of influence that decision a little bit, which is fine. I think it's fine personally. I think it's. But fine. you know what? That's a, that's a whole whole other issue. There's a difference between. Um, emotionally blackmailing someone yeah, to marry yeah, yeah. who you want no, 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 100%. and guiding guiding you to marry yeah. marry so, someone so that's why I said that we have a framework because um, we are Muslims so we have a framework in Islam mm-hmm. um, that over over sort of overtakes that so if they if if they say you know you it was their your grandfather's dying wish that you married so and so but you have Islam to sort of present look no this is this is not right you know this is this is uh, our culture doesn't really care about islam that much when it comes to things like that i was just saying this i was just saying this to uh Oase on our drive to friday prayers today that our culture um does not have tolerance towards religion or any sort of you know our culture overpowers our religion our religion is quite simple it tells you the right path and the wrong path it leads you in the right way um, and it's quite simple to understand it's literally quite simple but when cultural aspects come into it it becomes quite complex and then like Aji just said there's emotional back blackmail there's psychological elements that come into it you know all of these factors come into play um, where he's coming from emotional bl- blackmail that's a large part of, of how things works however that can be incorporated into the fact that sometimes parents think that they're making a decision in the child's best interest for whatever reason. It could be because they found someone in a club and they think they're not compatible or they think they won't find anyone because they've been, you know, they're a certain age. And there's lots of pressures within our society and our culture to say that when you hit a certain age, you should be married. When you hit a certain age, you should have children. When you're a certain age, you should have a property, etc., etc. There's lots of expectations set by our culture, not our religion. But, you know, um, when they say that by a certain age, you should be married and stuff. um, There is some wisdom in that. There is a lot of wisdom in that. So, 
um, a lot of the uh, recent research, um, it basically shows that women who are in their 40s, who don't have kids, are depressed. That is a very high percentage. Um, so these are predominantly women who have pursued their career and they've gone far. Um, they've, their lifestyle doesn't, they can't have, basically, it doesn't, they, they, their lifestyle is they work at a very, uh, a, um, a high position in a company like a, a partner or a CEO or something and um, they don't have time for kids but they fall into depression and it leads to things like suicide and stuff and these these, these uh, facts are available online mm -hmm. so there is a correlation between having a family getting married having a family having kids and age so there is some wisdom in that but I don't think it should be how how rare is it for a woman uh, women even in our culture to not be married at the age of 40 very rare very rare you it's know quite rare yeah you know um, if she isn't married at 40 she's not gonna get married yeah, yeah. In, in most that's situations, a very sad thing to say that's yeah. a very sad si thing to say but in most situations that's the truth if she's not married at 40 she's probably not gonna get married and that interestingly goes on to like a whole nother topic of why are people not getting married at a certain age? But we could talk about that later. I think we should just carry on pressing with the emotional blackmail, blackmail thing because I know people, right? I have cousins that have, have been told, okay, we're going to Pakistan. As soon as they got on the plane, they realized that they were actually going to Pakistan <laughs> to get married. <laughs> Sounds like... And it happens. Yeah. It happens. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of people that are going through this. And, it, yeah, and it's yeah, a yeah. fact. There's a lot of people that are put in a situation where they're told they're going to get married and they're going to get married. Um, and yeah, it's just like... Personally, I, I could never, I could never see that happening to me or me allowing that situation to happen. But I think um, some people have so much respect for their parents that they have this kind of fear, like you know, I have to, to keep my parents happy, like that kind of fear. If you know what I mean. I'm, I'm so happy AJ mentioned that word respect. I think in a lot of situations, when the children actually end up going to Pakistan or or marry within the UK. But according to the parents, which is because they have that element of respect in most situations in Asian households, you know, doesn't have to be most situations, but say, let's say 60 percent in my in my own terms. I think um, children growing up over the age of 18, they still would live with their parents in Asian you know, households. That's how things work. And, you know, usually. Uh, in as far as I understand, Asian parents don't ask their children for you know rent money. They don't ask them for electricity money. The food is cooked. The clothes are cleaned. You know, you know. God forbid someone's in a position that that's not the situation. You know, the parents are divorced, or you know they've left each other, or you know one's passed away, or both of them. God forbid. But in in most situations, like I mentioned, that's usually the situation. And for that reason, the the children feel indebted. They feel like you know. Our parents have done this for us for you know however long. Uh, we we can't you know see them unhappy. That's probably why I feel like I wouldn't do that because obviously um, I mean, the viewers wouldn't know this, but my parents separated from a very young age, so I didn't kind of have that conventional family structure. Maybe if I did, it'd be different. Maybe I'd have gotten married ten years ago, mm. back home to someone yeah. I'd never seen before. But the problem is, I don't know. Um, 
this that should not be like a debt so that love for your parents um really comes from the heart and we were speaking of, in the in the beginning we were speaking about love you know like a love marriage yeah so love is so sort of taboo in asian culture um our love for our parents obviously the love for your the the the, the love for parents towards their children children towards their parents is different from the love that you have towards your wife mm. but in our culture it's like yeah 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 you can love your parents and stuff in fact you fear us you love can't, us you can't even love your parents in, in all yeah, honesty when's the last time love let, your parents. Let's, let's, let's ask around the table when's the last time you told your parents you love them never never, never, never right never. exactly <laughs> maybe, maybe through text or something yeah. but not like face to face exactly not face to face and if i i know for a fact i'll t- i'll talk about me personally like you know mom and dad i love you but um, <laughs> if i said this to their face and they, they like, would be like are you okay son are you about, are you are you okay is something going on are you about to pass out like what the yeah, hell yeah. you know yeah, it, yeah. it is taboo but 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 um saying that i know and i th- i can you know I, i'm pretty sure you guys are in the same boat that no matter where you are in life no matter what you're doing in life our the way we're brought up and the the respect we have for our parents no matter what you're doing you would drop everything for your parents exactly. 100%, if, yeah. if something come you know 100% so uh, that's that's what you call that's like genuine love that's not fear mm. you know so i think it should be the other way around it also you know where you feel indebted to your parents that they looked after you that's their job that's their job it's they have to job. raise you they have to that's their job literally that's it is their job yeah. of course I mean, it's their job yeah when you have a uh, uh, when you have a child mm. uh, inshallah when you have a yeah. when you have a kid you're going to realize that um you don't ever want them to f- you don't want you don't ever want them to feel like that you don't ever want them to feel like you're doing this um as a favor or something it's out of pure love and uh, when you have a kid um when you have a kid you'll realize you'll realize um you'll actually start respecting your parents a lot more you'll realize how what your mom had to go through to raise you so when you when you have a child you're going you, that sort of love for your children reflects back onto the love of your parents because you kind of realize that my parents went through the same thing and it's like uh, a deep sense of respect so that comes is this there's no favors or anything you you raise your kids you know your your kids are you to uh, f- for you to look after for you to nourish and for them to sort of uh, bloom and you know provide them with the opportunity that's your job as a parent there's no you're not doing them any favors you know that's I'm okay, we, we, we are moving away from the topic. Yeah, we are. So, no, but, you know no, what? Is it, no, but it's relevant. I get why it's relevant because yeah. we're talking about being indebted to your yeah. parents. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. I get it. I actually have a question for Averse because Averse is from back home, right? What do you think about the whole emotionally blackmailed aspects of getting getting married to someone? I mean, did did you exp- did you see it in Pakistan? I mean, what's what's the view over there? Yes, it does happen, but as far as my life is concerned, or I have seen through my friends or, you know, families and stuff, I haven't seen anyone to, to you know, any parent 
who blackmail their children to that extent that I'm going to kick you out or, you know, I'm going to disarm not you. Not kind of blackmail. Not the yeah. kind of blackmail that I'm talking about is this is what your grandfather would have wanted, for example. Yeah. So that kind of blackmail. I was coming back to this, you know. They say that this was your dying grandfather wish yeah. or grandmother wish. Yeah. And if you think deeply, when they were alive, hmm. they had a lot of other wishes that your parents or you didn't fulfill. Hmm. You get me? So... When you talk about that, when they were alive, if they were alive, you had fulfilled any any one of their wishes, they would be more happy than now. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. And then when it comes to marriage, it's like living with a person for a life, not just like a couple of days or weeks or months. Yeah. yeah? yeah. Living with someone for a life is a big deal and mm-hmm. a big responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to think about it because... If you talk about back home, they raise you well. I'm not going to lie. Like culturally, we are raised well. We know how to respect elders, Mm -hmm. you know. We know how to understand their feelings. Like, you know, he's a father. He would never want her daughter to go into trouble, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to, as until she's an adult, you're going to make the scene that's in her favor. Yeah. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So there's... An element on this regard as well, but with regard with the marriage is is concerned. If if you look back, if I look back, because you haven't lived there for a lot of time, if I look back, they give you everything, right? Mm. They teach you, they put you through colleges and universities, they invest in you, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was for up till sixteen years, but when it comes to marriage, there. That's a deal of for a whole life, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't get any education. Mm-hmm. Like, how would you choose a person yes. if you like someone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or how That's would you deal point. throughout the life when certain issues are raised? Yeah, that's a very, so, very good point. Yeah, so we need education in this regard as well. We are yeah. being taught with everything else, culturally and religiously, mm-hmm. and... Because I this think, is left out, you know. Yeah, because I think if you if you were to say to your parents, um, "I want to I want to look for someone myself," sorry, um, I want to look for someone myself. It might they might be like, well, from certain families they might be like, "What are you talking about? Look for someone yourself? Mm. Are you have you gone mad, basically?" But what from 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 what Avers just said. If you raise your kids and if you set an example for your kids, a good enough example for your kids, they're not going to be looking for the wrong person. They're not going to be going out looking for, they're going to be looking for traits which are in you. And um, psychologically speaking, um, when you look for someone, you look, you look for certain traits that are in your parents. And to some people that might sound a bit weird, like why are you looking for stuff that traits in your parents, in your spouse? But it's it's a fact. It's a fact. Avers, so I have another question for you, actually, at, on the back of what you said. Um, I get what you said. It made sense. I understand it perfectly well. But if you were to put it in the context of your parents, I'm not talking about your parents, I'm talking about in general, right? Your parents getting you married to your cousin rather than someone outside of the family. Do you know what I mean? If I I get the whole thing, like they choose the person for you, but what I'm specifically saying is why is it that they choose your cousin or someone that's close to you, if you know what I mean? 
because the one they choose for you is raised in front of them they know them well like you know you have same family traits hmm okay know? so you if you go outside family it takes a bit of time to settle down together you know no that's true that's yeah? true and if you're looking within the family you don't have to worry about this at all hmm yeah um i i grew up in pakistan as well so i just want to add to that that um the thought behind marrying cousins is the fact that you know the family you know the girl you know you'll get along and there's an element of respect as well in the sense that in our culture our religion uh, divorce is frowned upon you know um it's a big issue so um if if that you know situation arises god forbid um the family could then intervene and help prevent it or try to you know uh iron things out rather can than can i just say so yeah you mentioned that it's frowned upon in islam that divorce is frowned upon another thing that's frowned upon he, in he islam, said in the culture not in not in islam no he said no, no, in, islam. Islam. in islam in islam okay sorry so another thing that's frowned upon in islam is marrying oh God, your I'm trying to stop you for a second marrying yeah what? you're playing with your microphone oh, sorry. again yeah. sorry 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 mm. We should marry you to your microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of time yeah. to touching it and playing oh, with it. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm going to keep my hands here. Yeah. So, another thing that's frowned upon um is actually marrying your cousin. And I was watching a lecture. Um it's allowed in Islam. It's permitted in Islam. It's not it's not like a it's not something that you should um it's not something that you should do a lot. I was watching this lecture on YouTube. um so marrying your cousins is um for us for pakistani people is more inherited from indians than religion because That's you don't I'm see okay. it you can don't see it in arab countries yeah, but but can i can i just add to that look um when you go back home or you know if you look at your extended family they're usually quite large in asian communities yeah. larger than you would find you know in other ethnics um exactly so they're like clans um you have you know parents that are around the same age and then they they're married off and they have children around the same age mm-hmm. so what they're trying to achieve is or what they try to do is basically um you know within family gatherings within weddings you could probably see all the uncles oh, all right, the aunties okay. you know they're there yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't really mingle with people outside except for if if it's for work etc etc right, yeah, yeah, yeah. and moving so forward so moving so forward, when you have a social life so when we're you have a about third fourth cousins yeah yeah but also you have to keep in mind when you talk about socialized in pakistan now i'll tell you even to some extent in in england as well have you noticed me you got uh, me you akib you know him we hang out a lot why because our families have been together for you know donkeys years um do we socialize you know do we have a social group outside yes are they always in our house do we bring them home no not too much yeah. if we need to chill we go somewhere to eat we go to do an activity So if you think about it we don't really mingle with people um that out you know too um outside you know our wide extended family and that's a, a reason behind why there's so many arranged marriages within the extended family It's true you know um I think that ties into what I was saying to you earlier like me and me and um Akib or Akib I'm going to mm. call him Akib because yeah. that's what I naturally call him <laughs> we've been friends for at least 10 years and I'm sending uh, what god I've never seen his sisters or his mom There you go. So Never. That, and that's the point I'm trying to make. So um you know obviously we we know AJ now we we you know he's been nice enough to invite us to his house etc but 
on, on a normal day-to-day basis. Does this re- usually happen? No, it doesn't usually happen. You know, if you need to meet someone, you want to link someone, you want to have fun, you go out, you go to eat, you have a dessert, you have a coffee, you go paintballing, say for example. Yeah. You know? That, or you don't it. turn up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are rubbing it in now. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that, that's the kind of thing that happens. Um, so that's the cultural element of things. And I really want to touch upon another side of things is um, the way that we do weddings in, in, in our oh, yeah, culture. Yeah. Glamorized. Glamorized weddings. Yeah. So does anyone want to like, you know, put their two pence in? Yeah. So uh, my wedding set me back by a lot. I a know. Lot. Basically, we do weddings for others rather than ourselves. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, true. And, you know, from what I've heard in Pakistan, they take loans and they take all kinds of stuff. I've even heard, um, I've even heard that they would take the loan from the, per- the person's family that they're marrying off their daughter to. So they take the loan off their family to get their daughter married into that family. But the concept of Having a modest wedding, it's like about a hakmer. <laughs> you're oh, talking yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the hakmer. Isn't that what you're talking about? No, 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 no. no. I've not, I've not ever heard of anything. So what along I'm talking the lines about is what you're talking about. That's so, why. So, so what I'm talking about is expectations. So, say for example, if family A is getting married to family B, well, the girl from family A is getting married to the guy from family okay, B. Yeah. There's an expectation that the wedding has to be of a certain standard. So then the family A doesn't have the money, Mm -hmm. but instead of having a modest wedding, family A will get money or borrow money. Um, And I've heard about this from family B, who they're actually getting... I've never heard that before. I've heard heard that before. (laughs) No, no, no. It's interesting, but... No, no, I'm only saying this because I, I I know a family that's done this. Okay. Yeah. It, it might be you know an, expe- uh, an exception. But, yeah, um, probably. I, I but I'm just saying that is coming from. He's he's putting forward a concept to say that people take loans to have glamorized weddings to yeah. impress other people. That's what you're trying to say. Yes, right? true. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it's true. Um, going back on what you just said, family A and family B are they relatives or are they completely unrelated? Just to give they some context. Relatives. Relatives, okay, okay, yeah, you can that borrow money from the relatives. That's that's standard. That makes sense. No, no, no. But what? Okay, so the reason why I f- I find that wrong is because when you know the family that you're gonna send your daughter to, which is your own family anyway. Okay, which yeah. is your own family, <laughs> yeah. but you don't want to put her in a position where family B, if they have a dispute amongst each other, you know the uh, the two people that are getting married. It happens. You don't want to put her in a position where they say, "But we lent you the money for the wedding," or like give her that basically so i so personally i would off the off my own back i would you know if if it was my daughter mm-hmm. i'd have a modest wedding have it all f- provided for by myself and not look to anyone else because just in case if there was a situation where she didn't get along they start saying stuff like oh but you know remember when we you know you borrowed money off because it happens a lot in Pakistan. It does, it does, and I think in our culture we don't know what a modest wedding is because we get married to impress other people. Yeah. When I got married, um, it wasn't it wasn't an extravagant wedding, but it was it was a decent wedding, right? It, it, like I've I, I've I've gone to weddings where they've had like concerts and stuff, like mad mm. weddings, man. Like yeah, where yeah. you think like why have you done all this stuff like it's just stupid you know when yeah. you see like those weddings with all the sports cars and things like that yeah me personally i don't agree with that i think that's a waste of money why would you do that because yeah. when you get married right right marriage is like 
fulfilling half of your deen. Yeah. It's an yes. Islamic. Yes. It's, it, it's, it's something Islamic. And all these materialistic things that you're doing, like, it's, it's not going to help you in any way Islamically, right? I think one thing that I can mention when I got married, which was a bit of a problem, was um, getting married in this country. I got married in this country, right? Is very expensive. When you go to a venue, you're paying per head. And it can be anything from 20 to 50 pound per head, right? You know, you got married here as well. Um, me, I got I I got married off my own back, right? Um, just finished university and I had to save up for my own wedding. So it was quite tight. Um, so when I um, got about booking my Walima venue, right? Um, I wanted... I don't know, let's say between 100 and 200 people, which isn't a lot of people mm. when it comes it, to an Asian yeah. wedding, right? Mm. Um, but then my grandmother, who is from back home, very cultural, <laughs> wanted to invite relatives that I've never heard of in my life. Yeah, And she's got friends, right? Close friends that she wanted to invite to... Uh, wanted to invite as well. And she's probably closer to these friends than she is her relatives. But those relatives actually took priority over her friends mm. just because she um it, it, there's different reasons i'd say that it is to be extravagant it is i don't know it's weird it is but at the same time it isn't but i think mostly it's like a it's like a pride thing that like i went to their wedding kind of thing so i have to invite them yeah, to yeah, this yeah. kind of thing yeah. if that makes sense i know we were talking you, about extra extravagance yeah, yeah. um it kind of ties into that but quite loosely um but it is, I mean, extravagance falls under the pride category, right? Yeah, yeah, so, 100%, right? so when it comes to weddings, especially our our weddings, there's a lot of pride. Yeah. My grandma made me try and wear the bug as well, yeah? Same. I didn't want to wear it. Same, I didn't, I didn't want to wear it. And yeah. she got so vexed. You could see it in the video as well. Like, she's standing next to me, and she's giving me little kisses and stuff. I'm I, I take it off, yeah? Her mm. face has gone all red. Mm. She's thinking, I'm on a beat this guy <laughs> 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 she made me carry it yeah? yeah i didn't have it on my head yet um when i got to my barad venue she made me carry it yeah? she was like just carry it carry it i'm thinking why am i carrying this for if i'm not gonna wear it uh, i put yeah. it behind the i put it behind the stage or whatever and she kept like handing it over to me and um she keeps telling me and i don't know maybe you brothers can clarify but i understand that covering your head is like an islamic thing right but she keeps she keeps telling me that, and I think this is cultural that you should wear the bug because it's a it's a mark of respect. Manly thing. Well, she says a mark of respect is a sign of respect. She says is it a lot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To be yeah. honest, that, that's there are different that's, views. You know, that is the superstition attached to yeah. it, and I've also heard the the saying that this is totally out of context. It's not Islamic at all. I, there's no back behind it. But there's a saying that says, if you don't wear a dopey or a bug, uh, the shaitan hits <laughs> chappal on your head. <laughs> 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 Something along those lines. But there's so many connotations before, attached to it, right? But um, yeah, it's pretty stupid. It's pretty, We do know. a lot of stupid, stupid like, unnecessary superstitious stuff when it yeah. comes to getting married man yeah so many irrelevant yeah. things yeah and we spend so much money doing it as well like there's that game that women play yeah when the groom enters the venue yeah. and like they take his shoe and ask oh for money like goodness obviously that comes from indian, indian culture yeah, right? yeah. it comes from indian culture but it's things that we do and it's, it's so unnecessary yeah and uh, uh, just going on that point i mm. uh, just tell you, want to tell you a little story like i went to my sister's wedding in pakistan yeah and there was like one of these 
things that they do. So apparently there's like, they bring a, out a glass of Coke or something. Milk, milk. Milk. It's milk. usually milk. It milk. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was it's milk. Yeah. milk. Yeah. So one of the guys, a random guy, so, they, so we tend to segregate our weddings. So <laughs> a random guy, yeah. So a random guy <laughs> walks into the women's section with this glass and he's like, give me money for the glass of milk or whatever. And I was like, okay, I, I, was, I was just taken aback because I'm the yeah. brother. Mm. So everyone's looking at me. Mm. So I'm like, okay, how do, we, how do I get rid of this guy? So I take out a thousand rupees yeah. and he's like, no, brother more. So I'm like, okay, 2,000. And he's like, no more. Did so he then, produce this milk himself? <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm like, how much do you want? Just tell me. And uh, I was getting a bit agitated at this point. I was like, we can do this afterwards. Just get out of here. Because this is like the lady section. It's like family only kind of thing. And he wouldn't get out. Then Arkib's younger brother, who's a boxer. Yeah, yeah. He just, he just like, he was wearing some rings and he just like turned them around. I know what was coming. He was gonna, he was gonna punch him basically. Yeah, yeah. Because he just wasn't listening. Mm. But turns out, those waiters mm. or those guys, they don't get paid. So this is their payment. But they do it in this, tra- tra- like nah. some traditional way. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they do get paid, Cultural but they way. don't get yeah. tips and stuff and this and the other. And they don't, yeah. they get paid very modest. So obviously, you know, I understand where he's coming from. But then again, there's ways of doing things. You know, especially yeah. if it's a segregated wedding. You should take the hint that, mate, you're not welcome, kind of thing. Do you yeah. know what? Um, what is the English word for khusre? Sorry? Khusre. What is the English word for khusre? Transgender. Yeah. Transgender, no, 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 no. yeah. Don't, okay. In, I've seen village weddings where they've had khusre, right? And they're mm. either dancing or singing and like, like there's people throwing their money. <laughs> What is what is the what is the logic behind that? So Nothing. Okay. Um, a tag, tag party. No. Okay, um, I'm going to touch upon two things now. So the first thing coming back to what AJ said about Kusri is the fact that um, their existence in our culture and our country is made taboo, right? Being around them, having them in your household, is taboo, right? For whatever reason. Um, I, I don't know, they're human beings just like anyone else and they shouldn't be treated in that way. Even but their parents disown them. Even know? their parents disown them. Moving forward, um, they're forced to then live in groups of people that are of, of their yeah. nature, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only thing they can re- resort to uh, for, a, for a livelihood is going to weddings or occasions yeah. and, you know, trying to, you know, just, I don't know what the, because they're not obviously seducing anyone and this or whatever, but they're just trying to make a livelihood. And, yeah. and that's the only thing that they've been forced so to do. So they turn up, by the way. They turn up. They turn, they turn up, up yeah. by themselves. No. They turn up. They don't get... Not they don't get Kusri. Yeah, they do. They, yeah, they, they turn, turn up. up. Yeah, they turn up. Yeah, bro. Oh, they the turn up, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 everyone doesn't. turns up. Yeah. Everyone turns up, right? And, and they're all there to make a livelihood because obviously they've been outcasted and they don't have anything else to do. So that's the story behind Khusri. Yeah. Um, and then uh going back to extravagance and and, and weddings and, and and this that and the other with with money uh etc etc there's a lot of um what will people say in our weddings um with regards to the type of food the type of venue the type of cars what i'd really dislike is people that roll up in rolls royces you know yeah. at their weddings <laughs> listen that was for me that was like i came in what? a rolls royce <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't say anything <laughs> no i'm joking i'm, I'm obviously joking um, but what I, I'm I think that was a, I, I do think that Rolls Royce was a waste of money. I, I no, actually no, no, no. I actually Listen. wasn't going to go with a Rolls Royce, yeah. But I think do you know what? My now wife actually helped me 
so much in the process of getting married like there's so many things that I cut back on man like um obviously I don't want to go into too much detail but she helped me a lot so I just wanted to do something that was slightly extravagant just to make her big day yeah, a little special, better, if you yeah. know what I mean. I yeah. don't care about Rolls yeah. Royces. For me, yeah. I would have pulled up in a Micra. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was because you're, because I'm guessing it, it, it was the day that you get, was it Barat? Yeah, yeah. Barat, yeah. yeah. So that's when you go and get the bride. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So for, for me, that's a mark of respect. Yeah, yeah. No, no, of course, of course. Uh, I, I was obviously joking, just going yeah, back yeah, to you guys. Yeah. God but, bless but you guys. I, I know. I, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. With I'm, the, I'm talking with about with the cars and with, with the fleet. Fast, too, fast and furious. All, kind all of. I'm talking about is extravagance. That's the yeah, point yeah. I was trying to make. That we do things, or our in our culture, it's infused in us to do things to impress others. Yeah. And sometimes we fall on our face because of that. Uh, you know, like Avogad said, we have to take out loans. And then other times you spend lots of money and it, and it's for nothing because people mm. talk about the wedding and people the food. People will always talk. They will always talk. But the thing is, we're, we're highly driven by, by that line. What will people think or what will people say? Yeah. You know? especially, especially in this day and age of social media, <clears throat> people are going um, to uh, have these things just for the gram. Yeah. Just for the pictures, basically. Um, and we live in a like society now uh, is is a lot different from how it was before. Um, that I, th- I think I think the other thing about the change in social media and everything and how everything is like we are influenced by social media. <coughs> so I want to sort of uh, transition into another topic is the influences <clears throat> of what you want uh, uh, what you want in your potential wife or husband these influences right now we're being influenced from social media and all these different avenues the tv programs we watch yeah exactly for movies so all these things they play a big part of 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 who we want to marry yeah yeah i mean it's and different it's, it's different for boys and girls right um Arkib's not here, but I'm going to give you an example of what he used to say when he was younger. He was younger, yeah, so bear this in mind. He used to have... <laughs> cut, cut, cut. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we used to talk about our ideal wives and who, we'd wa- who we would want to marry. And you, he used to give this perfect description, like, like <laughs> absolutely perfect, like pious, beautiful... <laughs> <laughs> like everything and it was just it was just so unrealistic if you asked him what he'd be looking for now he'd probably give you like a, a different yeah, opinion yeah. because he's mature now but mm. there's some guys that are around our ages or older that still have that immature frame of mind that want perfection but aren't perfect themselves you know yeah. what i mean and i think if you're looking to get married um especially if you're like mid-20s or older and you aren't ma- and you aren't married i'm not saying that every guy um, want something perfect or whatever like everyone's got their own issues you should stop looking for perfection that doesn't exist and that's also the same advice to women as well because i know a lot of women that are in their I 30s think more that so are not women. married yeah, yeah. and there's a lot of reasons there's two reasons yeah one reason is because their expectations are very unrealistic and especially girls here right they're so exposed to the kind of tv programs we watch and the british culture that they i'm not judging anyone by the way they go out with guys and things like that um same with guys as well like we've got brothers that are going out with women and these are the people that they want to marry or end up marrying and it doesn't work or vice versa do you know what i mean (laughs) 
Yeah. But <laughs> I, the advice that I always give, especially to some of my friends that might be going out with girls or, or whatever, I'm not going to expose anyone here, um, is that marriage is a big commitment. We know we're all married, right? When you marry someone, it's not just about attraction. It's not just about... Um, I don't know like attraction is the main thing right when you've got a girlfriend you know if someone's got a girlfriend the reason they're with them usually it's not because they're a nice person it's because you were attracted attracted to them 99% of the time right I could be wrong maybe someone is with someone because of their personality the but <laughs> there's there's loads of there's there's loads of different reasons but if I was to give advice to someone male or female if someone has enough respect for you if someone really loves you for the person you are and respects who you are and respects your heart and everything else um they they wouldn't go out with you in the first place my opinion i could be wrong you know what um uh, a lot of the a lot of the guys nowadays um they look for like you said you know they're going out they're seeing different girls they um they will never be content. Yeah, you know, they will never be content. They can't be content because they've been around so many, so many women. Um, so when it comes down to the thought of actually sticking with one, it's, do you know what it, I mean? It scares them. It scares them. I, I, yeah, I went to a wedding course. recently, and I obviously I'm not going to name the guy, but this guy's quite old. Um, and I said to him, he, he asked me. He kept he he kept asking me like prying questions about being married what's it like blah 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 and i said to him listen don't listen to so and so who's saying oh you know never get married or whatever you know don't yeah. be scared why what are you scared of what are you, commitment is that what yeah. you're scared of yeah you know um responsibility for your wife hmm. or a child is what grows you as a man so when you're when you're a young person and you're going around um looking for different girls, looking for attention. Attention mm. is something that as men, we don't, we shouldn't be um, seeking attention like that. We're, yeah. it's not in our nature. You know, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be like that. We shouldn't yeah, yeah, be yeah. going around like, like obviously I'm not saying women look for attention, but if a woman was seeking some kind of attention or affection, then it's understandable. But men shouldn't be going around seeking attention. Um, you know what, what I was saying before, I lost my train of thought of it, right? But, the point that I was getting to in the difference of having a girlfriend and boyfriend as opposed to actually having uh, having a marriage, um, the, the biggest difference is, and you know what, I lost my train of thought, thought again, but what I was going to say is when, you, when you're boyfriend and girlfriend, you probably occasionally see someone, right? Once a week, maybe twice a week, or few time, a few times a week. When you're married to someone you have to live with them you have to be around them 24 7 you have to put up with their flaws their bad habits you have to see them in the morning without their makeup on their you have to listen to them snore. you have to listen to them snore you have to you know um go to the toilet after them and see the mess mm. that they made just before <laughs> do you know what i mean no but it's little but things that's like that reality, but that's the truth. adding on to that you have to um you have to sort of synergize with someone as well so you 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 obviously no one is perfect you have weaknesses um they have weaknesses they have strengths that you might not have so you grow together as well so it essentially being married and having the responsibility to provide for somebody 
and not just provide financially but provide emotionally as well it turns you into it 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 it, it kind of changes the gear gear in your life a bit it kind of you you you're kind of a bit more um how do i say it competent bro that's okay. where um, yeah. sorry i'll let you yeah, carry yeah, on a yeah, minute this yeah. will be very brief yeah, yeah. yeah that's where at the beginning when you mentioned social media that's where that's where this comes comes into because social media is so easily accessible a lot of people meet their partner or potential partner on social media where they have nicely edited pictures they look sleek they look amazing but what they don't understand is when you marry that person they're not going to be that same person on instagram hours, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so um i was just going to touch back on the point regard made earlier that one of his friends got married and he's quite afraid and he asked him what what you afraid no, no, of no no he wasn't he's not married Oh, but he's you know, afraid to get married. To get married. Yeah, okay, yeah. so um, just getting back to that, um, the thing is, say for example, in a situation where you're getting arranged marriage, or you know, for that matter, not not even arranged marriage, love marriage, um, in our culture, in our religion, there's high expectations, due to which I think a lot of people are afraid to get married because number one, you know that if you if it doesn't end well, if you get you know divorced, God forbid, but um, it's gonna end badly for both both parties there's never a pretty divorce right it's gonna end badly for the children if you know uh, you know if, if you're given any um and and then also you want to make sure so w- when you're married your parents chill out a little bit they're like oh yeah chad yogi let him go home they got their own family now you know we can relax you know we're, we're all good but um f- for that individual for that lady that man um the test starts then you have to spend 24 hours of your day with the one person. You have to see the human side to them that you don't see on social media, like Aya mentioned. And you have to see the flaws in them, which every person has. There's no, there's no one, there's no one perfect. And like Aja said, you know, men are looking for p- perfection in, and women, and women are looking for pe- perfection in men. But it doesn't exist. It's stupid. So it's, it's, stupid. it's stupid. It doesn't exist. And you know, I feel like in 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 a lot of situations. Um, People aren't willing to compromise. You know also, what? Yeah, sorry. sorry uh, you also, when you get married, moving forward, when you get married to someone, don't set your expectations too high. And also, if you, if, if you have any conflicts or, you know, arguments or anything, don't look onto other couples. Like, you know, sometimes your wife mentions or, or the husband mentions that these guys are the best, you know. Fan. These guys are the best. They they do this, they do that. Or, 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 or they show you the screen. Like, look at this, this yeah, Instagram Yeah, look couple. at that. Yeah. But the thing is, your life and their life is different, you know. They are living in a separate environment. They have separate lives. They have separate personalities together. So, n- never ever compare yourself with others and never ever, you know, uh, ask for help or advice to other people who are not in your situation. Yeah, 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 yeah no, 100% I, I agree. for that. Uh, it's not, not just in, in this situation, but in every situation. In every life, situation, yeah. It, it also goes back to fitness as well. It's and good that, to ask good. for advice, yeah. but you should be, you should have a sense, you know, to judge whether it is relevant to my perspective you should know what? your partner yeah. Yeah. yeah you should know what i can't believe you were just about to talk about fitness i was just reverting back to fitness i was saying like even when you're at the gym you shouldn't compare yourself to other people you should you know do what's good for you and you should yeah. you should be, be this, is, this is how people and, know and never get, never <laughs> get the injections yeah. never get the injections yeah no <laughs> don't get injections kids i mean to, to summarize all that up as well um like don't try and seek perfection when you're not perfect yourself like you need to check yourself yeah before actually thinking 
I want this. Like, yeah. are you perfect yourself? And um, uh, going, um, um, adding to that point, you know, after you get married um, and you have a kid, uh, um, you're the only one in this room, by yeah, the way. So, yeah. just so everyone knows. So, so everyone knows. I just wanna, I just wanna save people a lot of time. You know, if you're looking for certain things that um, <clears throat> that you're influenced by, hyper influenced by social media or whatever, whatever you see um, on Instagram or whatever, those things are not gonna always be the things that you look for after you are married. After you are married, naturally, biologically, when you say, for example, when your wife has a child, she's not looking for you to uh, uh, have the freshest cut and the, you know, uh, whatever she was 100%, looking for. 100%. She is naturally, you know what she's looking for? She's looking for a competent man who can provide for the child and who can provide for her. That's, uh, 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 what she's looking for is, um, someone who can sustain and someone who can provide a good life for this new being, basically. Yeah. So, to saving people a lot of time, men, young men, stop going around and, uh, uh, you know, going on, uh, um, leaving a trail of, you know... Bad experiences. Bad experiences. I, I was looking for the right... <laughs> uh, leaving a trail of bad experiences um, because one day... Um, what will happen is you're just going to be, you're going to get married. Um, all you'll have is um, your lines or your whatever you, your bars or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be incompetent. You're not going to be able bars, to you know. be, you're not going to be able to provide, you know, you know and Sorry. you're, you're, you're going to, uh, um, yeah, your wife is not going to like you basically. <laughs> Stop being a waste man. Uh, Stop I'm being I'm a road I'm man. I'm going to give a little more wisdom as well. Yeah. The one advice for not one advice i've given so many advices yeah um one thing that i will say is when you look for a spouse when you look for a wife make sure that it's someone that reflects your mother or when you look for a husband make sure someone that reflects your father unless you don't have either if you don't have either then your ideal mother or your father or like yeah, just if, make if you know sure, what i mean just make sure it's not cardi b <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just make sure your role models yes. aren't, yeah, aren't yeah, yeah. people um, that you see on social media or on TV. Uh, 100%. Can I just add to that? Um, end of the day, when it comes to marriage, uh, when you look at a husband or a wife, um, this is also touching back on, the f on why we do arrange marriages within families is because to some extent... Um, the families or the elders within the household are actually looking for the generation ahead. They want to be able to provide a childhood or a family that is able to give them education Islamically. They want them to have parents that have, you know, level heads on them. Um, and obviously, you know, moving forward, they want to be able to have children or grandchildren that will pray for them once they're, you know, they're not here. Obviously, life doesn't always work out that way, but that's the, the, the greater thought. And, and to be honest, I feel like, you know, uh, our religion is a huge part of us, you know, even, even when it comes down to culture, you know, it's a huge part of us and, and it affects the way we think um, moving forward. Islam is probably the reason why I decided to get married. Do you know, before I got married, I was having nightmares about, needing to get married it's weird man um and even like before like these nightmares started occurring 
I felt like deep inside, I felt lonely. I felt like there was instability in my life. And I remember like my wife, right? Just to give some context, she was someone that I knew, right? She was like a friend. It wasn't like a girlfriend or any of that. She was just someone that I knew, a friend. And um, she must've dropped me a message. We had known each other for a few, year, few years. So we'd message as friends here and there, right? And then um, she randomly spoke about marriage. She didn't say, I want to marry you or anything. It wasn't anything like that. She mentioned marriage. And at that time, obviously I was having the nightmares. I had this feeling that I wanted to get married. I literally just said to her, how about we get married? And that's literally how I got married. Subhanallah. Um, that's <laughs> yeah. crazy, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. That's like, good. Like, but that feeling, like, I knew that I had to. And it ended, up, it ended up being the right decision. But Islam gave me the guidelines of getting married. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not, like, saying that my wife is pious or she's perfect or anything like that. Like, we already discussed perfection doesn't exist but the basic principles for me were important like she has to be a good heart she has to have a good heart even um this woman's going to be the mother of my children this woman is also going to represent my family and she's also she's also going to be around my family um, and I'm also going to be around hers because her family comes as a package as well and that's sometimes what we what we generally fail to not grasp the fact yeah, that yeah. both your families also come yes as yeah, a package yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what i started earlier that we need education on this topic you know yeah. no one tells us how to deal with your in-laws or with your wife or your next generation you know let's say if you're going out to buy a car you're gonna look around properly yeah you're not gonna just throw money away hmm. right if that's just a car but you're talking about your life partner you're going to spend life with and you don't have you have no idea how to choose a wife and how to deal with this throughout your life yeah you you we people you know we normally go to the physical attraction yeah mm. but what happens is when you get something you lose attraction even yeah? if it's pretty the prettiest thing you'll lose exactly you'll you lose, lose attraction. attraction yeah the only thing that stays till end is the character yeah and 100% we, we never looked into it to, to be honest, I, th I think um, what Oasis is saying, uh, I don't think he, he means education because people are complex. You know, even psychologists spend their whole lives, you know, under trying to understand people and they can't. You know, humans are so unpredictable. But what Oasis is trying to say, I think, is, you know, don't rush into decisions. Don't don't uh, put the materialistic things or, or the physical attributes first. Like, look deeper than that. You know, marriage is deeper than that. And I think, uh, you know, uh, that's what he's trying to say, basically, that, you know. Also, get yourself prepared for the next, uh, you know, relation. You're not just going to dive into it and see. Like, yeah. We'll go with the flow. That doesn't happen. Don't, yeah. don't, basically, don't look at today, look at tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. But, but go, uh, uh, adding on to that one, uh, to, to, to that point, um, I wanted to speak about forced marriages. Okay, so the we're moving on now. No, no, no. But it's, <laughs> gonna, it's a good transition. I'll tell you why. So there's arranged marriages and there's forced marriages, yeah? And arranged marriages exist not only in Asian, Asian culture, but they are basically, uh, they exist in, in white culture as well, increasingly. Yes, increasingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 In really? white British culture? Yes. Arranged marriages? I've yes. never heard of that before. Oh, I know somebody. Do you want to meet him? No, no, okay, it's cool. fine. It's fine. No, 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 no. no, no, no. We're, not, we're not saying we don't believe yeah. you. It's no, no, just no, like, no. It's, like, it's, it's surprising. surprising. I'm giving you an example. Yeah, yeah. So, 
imagine this. I know. Imagine we'll have me. Dave commenting on a video. This guy's off his nuts. No. You don't know what he's talking about. No, 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 no. no. I ain't marrying I'm, my bloody cousin. No, no, no. I'm, I'm giving you an example. Yeah. yeah so yeah, imagine yeah. I know somebody. I'm not saying I know somebody. Yeah. yeah okay. That can verify what I'm saying. I'm saying imagine I know somebody. Okay. And I'm like, some uh, uh, my friend wants to get married or something. Okay. And I'm like, oh yeah, I know somebody. This happens in British cars. It's called like a blind date or something. But it's an arranged marriage. If they end up getting married, yeah, it's but an arranged marriage. No, not really. I don't think not so really. because they they never go with the intention of getting married. They go in with the intention. Oh, of, I can I'm tell you. I can tell you. This. They go on dates. No, yeah, they go like on that. dates. We're talking about arranged marriages where you don't see your wife until the day of your nikah. That's, that's not arranged. No, 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 bro. This is what I want. This is what I want to clear. So it's clear that you guys don't know what an arranged marriage is. Because that is not Ooh, an arranged marriage. Okay, okay. That's a forced marriage. That's a forced about. marriage. And I want the and viewers because yeah. no doubt my friends who are non-Muslim are going to be viewing this. And this is, they have, um, uh, they, they, like non-Muslim. I agree, by the way, you're yeah. right. That is, that is forced so, marriage. So, um, so what I'm, what I'm saying, what Avers was saying was uh, you ha they have to have education about what comes next. But what tends to happen in Asian culture is when a guy is ready to get married and his parents say, okay, yeah, we'll get you married off. They go look for a wife and they say, okay, can you cook clean? And that's it. And for him, there's no education because it's like, she's going to do the exact same thing that my mom was, has been doing me, has, has, do, has been doing for me for the past, uh, you know, for my whole life, basically. And that's raising a man child. If you have no skill set in, um, uh, you know, looking after yourself and feeding yourself and, you know, these, these things, and you're just looking to just replace your mum with another woman, just uh, like all you're asking for is cooking and cleaning. The education is not needed because that is, uh, you know, but if you're just it, it's, asking it's for cooking and cleaning, you are basically looking for a maid, not a wife. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, and yeah, it happens. And that, it happens. Okay, I, I, does it not I happen? Agree. I agree. That that, that it, it happens. We do have that element within a lot. This, yeah, it happens a lot. Maybe not a lot. It happens a lot. Maybe not a it lot. It happens a lot. Listen. Maybe it has changed. You came here as about how many years? Yeah, ago? I, I, th I think it's changed. Possibly, it's been changing. Thing is, you know why? The I'm going to tell you. Listen before you tell me. Averse, Wakar, keep the microphones to your mouth. Otherwise, you could tell me all day long, but the audience aren't going to hear it. <laughs> okay. okay, yeah, sorry. So, um, you know the students in universities, if you talk, talk about, let's say, 10 years back, they were a bit modern. Modern in a sense that they would they follow any culture blindly, yeah? But now, religion is coming back to them, and the sense is getting back into their minds. So what happens now is if you if you talk about a let's say a posh family a rich family mm. with a religious values and if their daughter or son comes to them that I I want to marry this specific person they allow it allow in a sense that they don't just throw it away they obviously have to look into the person as well you can't just what if your daughter comes in saying that I want to marry this drug addict you can't let them happen mm. you know yeah you have to look into the the only way Islam says the only way you can decline a rishta is just because if the character is not right. Yeah, is that right? Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. We have all the rules, but but the old thing again is culture is heavier. You like than religion. You must have heard about like you know people saying no because you are a certain caste. Yeah, yeah. It happens, yeah. doesn't it? Or yeah. you you are poor. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, yeah, heard, yeah, I've yeah. heard caste. I've heard poor. I've heard. You don't earn a certain amount, and I've also heard you're not in a certain 
um, industry. Not educated, educated enough, not light enough. Is not light enough. Not That's light another one as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that before as well. You're black, bro. You can't <laughs> get married to my daughter. <laughs> and and that, that's just that's just that's a whole that's a whole no, other no, topic, yeah. isn't it? We're, we're gonna we're gonna go, we're gonna talk about that on a separate podcast. It goes for the girl as well. Like if she's um, she's dark in complexion, dark, they'll say it. They'll say it. They'll say it to the face. And I don't know why this is frowned upon, you know, within our culture, but it is. You know, when you keep saying those things, like if you're dark or if you're poor or anything that is negative, then this develops a uh, you call it a stress or insecurity insecurity within that person so he will never be in that right mind to do or decide anything mm. when it comes to big bigger decisions right so basically you are putting someone into a difficult situation for for their life not just for that particular yeah, yeah, moment yeah. i agree i agree um i think what would be a good topic to move on from move on to now even wait, 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 i didn't finish on the fourth thing oh you didn't finish yeah yeah, yeah. okay go ahead sorry man. sorry because you went is, quiet this is no this is extremely important this is very very important because there are people out there who are being sent um to pakistan and to it's not just it doesn't it's not just pakistan but um who are being forced uh, like you said emotionally blackmailed is kind of forced but do you know when you say that yeah and i'm sure you've seen many examples of this some people that have been forced married or forced marriage whatever you want to call it um have been married for years sorry happily married yeah no, no, ha- no, no. have been have, have been, been married, happily yeah. or not i don't know but have <laughs> yeah, yeah, been yeah. married for years yeah. like, i've got loads of examples in my own family of relatives that were forced married and they're still married but you know i don't know if they're happy or not i know this happens you know if you look back to the previous generations hmm. this happens and you know why because of the family ties no, no, not no. not the family ties. For example, if you're put put into that difficult situation that you have to get married to someone because of your parents or grandparents, yeah, or they're forcing you, yeah, yeah, you are a bit resistant at that time because you don't know the girl. But when you live together, you know each other, you you can develop that kind of love, you know. So it can work out. But Wakar would agree. I mean, his definition of forced marriage is that. Yeah, that yeah is, it, is, it is that. Yeah. It is that. There is You're not talking about the results. There You're is talking about okay. forced marriage. There is a potential for, I don't know, um, a person to marry a chair. And there is, <laughs> there is, there is, there is, there is a potential. Wait, wait, wait. There is a potential for that person to get on with the chair. Okay. Does it make God, it right? Can I no. just say? Like, but, but wait, wait. We, sh- we should have used the microphone as a better example. Yeah. <laughs> you're quite affectionate towards the microphone. <laughs> no, but what what my point is is um, uh, and a, a bit it's a, it's a more important one is um, if you're not in your heart of hearts, if you're not happy to, if you're not happy in a marriage and you're just you're just being forced into it then the guy is not valid. And that is, um, that, what that essentially means is you're... Ma- you're in a haram, haram relationship, you're in a, basically. You're in, a ha- you're in a haram relationship, basically. No, you know, um, I, I, I want to rephrase that maybe a little bit. thing is, look, um, when you are put in that situation, you know, in most situations, you can't really be forced to, you know, just get shipped off. Obviously... Of course th- you to, can. To, to, to some degree... You have girls to get agree. To, girls, that happens uh, to girls all the time. No, I, I, I know, but to some degree, you have to be, you know, willing to do that. Like, you know, there, there's ways around it to, to not go. But what I'm trying to say is, you, you agree to a certain extent to say, oh, 
Okay. Yeah, because a lot of the times you're scared. Yeah, you're that's why. scared. <laughs> that's why you're scared. Fear. Out of fear. I suppose that's one way of putting it. Yeah, you're right. You know, uh, uh, I can't. The reason I, can't I know this is I've that personally it dealt with. I've personally dealt with um, people that have gone through this yeah. and who have who have been gone, got mm. married, come back, mm. divorced. Yeah. Uh, kicked out the house. Not um, basically uh, ties cut off with the family. Mm. I know. I've I've seen this. Different context, but if I were to put a gun to your head, yeah, yeah. you're more likely to do as I say. Correct. As opposed to me not having a gun to your head just Absolutely. because you're scared. Absolutely. Agreed. Can't, can't um, you know, deny that. And, and that I, goes I back to the emotional blackmail, but, but, blackmail thing because that's a weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. However, arranged marriages, uh, obviously um, this is for like the non-Muslim viewers as well. Obviously they see uh, Asians are like, oh, arranged marriage. They think arranged force is the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, arranged, the same, there's yeah. a misconception definitely, about arranged yeah. well. Like, I would like to think that um, uh, sort of arranged marriages are basically uh, your, pa- your your parents line up a few options for you and you have yeah. a choice. Yeah, yeah that's what want. happens. If you yeah. like or, this no, no, girl, marry her. Or, if not, or, I'll find someone, someone else. else. Or yeah. do you have someone if not, here's a few options. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. exactly it. That's yeah. arranged marriage. That's where, an arranged where, marriage. Where they put a selection And they work out. They work out. Yeah. Yeah. They can work yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, agreed. That's arranged marriage. And forced marriages where you, you, you get told 10 days before your wedding and then you're shipped off and you see your wife after you're in a car. That's forced, isn't it? That's forced, yeah. yeah. That's crazy, man. It's like you get, you get your nikah done, yeah? You're now married and then... It's like, yeah, so... You haven't seen so, her. So, so what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, none of that. None of that. No, don't need that. <laughs> just like, what's your name? How old are you? By the way, what do you like? I like cats. What about you? you I hate dogs? cats. <laughs> <laughs> I have cats. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I don't like your hair. Can you shave it? Can you shave it off? Yeah. Also yeah. your beard. Yeah. Don't like your beard. Can don't you get like rid it. of it? You're too skinny. I, I like, you know chunkier guys yeah you know, whatever. <laughs> it, it, it would have been interesting to like have someone explain what that's like because i don't know i don't know how, i don't know how some people do it but you know but you know they with regards to forced marriages there's a bit of you know uh, let's say education needed on parent sides for example if you are letting your children do whatever they want throughout their life mm. yeah they are basically wild animals and when it comes to marriage, you suddenly want to tame them. Hmm. Yeah, in, that happens a lot. In one action, and it can't work. That happens a lot. That happens a lot. I've seen, I've seen that happen a lot. Like, the girl is like, if you look at her, um, you're not going to think that she's, her parents would put that kind of pressure on her. Because, like, for example, she's not wearing a scarf, or hmm. she's, uh, she looks quite westernized, yeah? Yeah, yeah. But then when it comes to marriage, it's like... No, we've already decided who you're going to marry. I've seen this. It's like, yeah. Do you know know, um, uh, another thing that's interesting? Obviously, when we were talking about expectations and stuff, we mentioned attraction. I think some elements of attraction are important. You know, in the scenario where you're forced married to someone, yeah, Yeah. they take off their scarf. (laughs) And you were like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) I wonder, how are you? Do you know what I mean? Obviously, alhamdulillah, I've not been in that situation. (laughs) There's some people people out there that are made to marry someone that they're not attracted to at all. So, like, this person could be the nicest person in the world, but if if you're not physically attracted to them, how do you make that marriage work? Yeah. yeah. Like at the end of the day, parents should look out for their kids first. Parents should look at their kids and see what they want. Obviously, if the kids want, if the kids want, um, I don't know, 
uh, a, a baller guy with a um, a gold tooth and uh, two trap houses sell, uh, selling uh, drugs and whatever. Obviously, you have as a parent, you have to put guide them to the right path, and you have to kind of impose your will a little bit on them. Yeah, but you can't you can't just say, oh my uh, my father said that he wanted such and such daughter. Or uh, have you heard of this? Like when kids are born, so they already yeah 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, That's I, I think in my family as well. That is, I, I, I've just come up with the, the craziest topic ever. You guys are gonna love this. In Islam, is it forbidden for a single guy to marry a divorced woman with children? No. It's not forbidden, it's not, but right. in our culture, it's frowned upon. It's That's frowned what we're upon. Mega. So it's, if if they it's not, only for, it's, it's not only it's not forbidden. It's like uh, it's a sunnah. It's, it's a respectable it's sunnah. Okay, yeah, okay. Sunnah. If you look let's, at let's, all okay. the wives of Prophet Muhammad sallam, except one, all of them were widows. Okay. Or Listen to this. Listen to this. If any one of you or your friends, I'm I'm talking real time now, went up to your parents and said, "I like a lady. She's 45. She's got two children. Can I marry her?" Would they say yes? Be absolutely no. honest. Um, no, obviously not. AJ. Forget my parents. How am I going to get through my wife first? Hypothetically speaking, hypothetically speaking, would they be happy? Probably not. They'll, no. they'll ask me if I'm right in bed. I feel like that's a major thing that needs to change within our culture. You know, God forbid that the woman's husband has passed away, right? Hmm. Or, th- or they got divorced because he used to abuse her. Exactly. You know? But in our how, culture, how is it that ladies' fault? How does that? Impl- imply anything about her character but exactly. we put and also most importantly in our religion like always just said you know and uh, and the first uh wife of our holy prophet so so she so was so divorced she was 20 years older than him um and she had two children apparently 15 years older 15 years older yeah, yeah. so it's not wrong but our culture no i i, I agree look um it's quite relevant to me as well because my mum is a divorcee and she's got f- five kids and there's five of us as well. And obviously, I wouldn't want anyone to think, oh, is there something wrong with his mum? Do you know what I mean? And who knows, God forbid, it could be one of our sisters, it could be one of our cousin sisters, whoever it happens. But that's that's one of the negative sides of a culture that they frown upon and, and, and you know things what? like this. You know what? In a divorce situation, nothing, nothing, no, nothing happens to the, the guy. Exactly. Exactly. No ba- there is no bad light on the guy. There's yeah. no backlash. There's the guy no can be divorced light. as many times as possible, but no one will <laughs> care. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy. It's sad and it's wrong. I think I think that's that needs to change big time. Yeah. It needs to change, but will it change? I'd highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. Because Aves, obviously, you're from Pakistan, right? Do you think that can change? Is that something that's discussed over there or? And also, no. t- tell us in relation to people that you know. Say, for example, your friends or your, or your society around you. I want not anyone who has done this. Like, who has can I just say anyone, something? Anyone, can I just elder say something? Or a divorcee, you know or what? a widow. If you're, if you're, um, if you, if you've got a daughter, if you've got a sister, if you've got a mother, yeah, and you have any kind of, um, we call it gerti, any kind of honor, any kind of respect for them, um. You won't be. You'll break this habit of looking down on women who are divorced and and stuff. You know, it. it at the end of the day, one it could happen to your daughter. Yeah, yeah. No, hundred percent. It could happen to your 100%. sister. But, but this is what we're saying. It's wrong, 
and it needs to change. It definitely needs to change. Will it change? I don't think so. Well, how I about maybe in next generation? I don't even think because look, if I say uh, we, how about we if, if we say Bugarto? No, no, no. Bugarto. Oh, Bugarto. We, we are oh, the listen, teacher. Listen, listen, listen. We, listen. We, we, we can't say this to, to the younger generation. If we're saying this to the old, old... Is it the older generation? It's the older is? generation that but I like this. Yeah, but all, all I can say is like, please guys, come on. You, you need to sort this out in our religion. You've not got daughters, you've got sisters. sisters. Think it can, about it. It can happen to anyone. And, you know, it, it's a big thing. It's a big Again, thing. Again, it's a cultural taboo. It's a cultural, it's a cultural taboo. Yeah. It's not religious. Like, look at yeah. the life of our Prophet Sallallahu and you know, just take it from there. Aves, because you were around all of these cultural taboos and stuff, how did you, how did you manage to um, kind of have a different way of thinking? Because you were you were born around this, right? You've been around it. I'm sure some of your friends think like you this know, as well. Uh, so, if you were there in our Desi podcast hmm. last week, you would have known better because. I was the first child from my mother's side and the father's side. Mm. Yeah, so let's say I was the first uh, grandson from mm. both sides. I was given a lot of love, mm-hmm. but again, I'm gonna say that this love was in limit, and they put me in the right direction. You know. Okay. And what I love is. I personally love to sit down with elders and listen to their experiences. Okay. Right. That's why he sits with me all the time. Yeah. That's why you got nothing. <laughs> are you older than him? Yeah. yeah. I think uh, six months old. How old are you? <laughs> six months. <laughs> yeah. How old are you? 29. How old are you? 29. Jeez, so you're nearly 30, man. <laughs> Tell yeah. me about it. How old is one here? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. How old are you? I'm 27. I know I look 40, I'm but I'm 27. Yeah, you guys need to respect 90 me. 92. Put some respect on my name. 92, I'm younger than you, man. But with respect okay. to... How am I 27? Oh, because... Yeah, yeah. How am I 27? <laughs> man just said, how am I 27? This, this guy is the smartest guy here. He's an engineer, software engineer. No one said he's the, I'm the smartest, but I'm just, I'm just the luckiest, man. No, yeah, uh, best. My question wasn't um, about, obviously, the relationship <laughs> no, and... I know. Yeah, with my, I'm coming with my to that. Okay, fine. So, you know, uh, if you were given a proper time care and the open area to explore yourself yeah 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 and if you have a right mindset and if you have a good people around you you can develop this habit to you know pick up different things look i certainly believe that you should learn something good every day yeah you yeah, you can change any negative negativity within yourself every day you can yeah. change that yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. i believe in that that's why i keep getting you can say I keep improving myself every day. Hmm. Maybe I learn fr- learn from you. Maybe from a kid, I can learn from everyone. You know, I don't have ego that you are yeah, yeah, younger than me. Solid. I'm not gonna learn from you now. So your yeah. thinking is from the way you were raised, and unfortunately, not everyone was raised in the same way. Is but I'm gonna be honest that recently I've seen a lot of change in younger generation. You know why? Because in Pakistan, yeah, in Pakistan, okay. They are coming back towards the positivity. They are standing against some customs that are not related to religion or that have, uh, you know, bad effects on the society. They start getting up against them. Would you you say it's because they're more educated or would you say because Pakistan's becoming more modern? They call it modern, right? I I wouldn't call it modern, you know. In that term, I'm going to say something there was a lady who asked a Muslim girl in America that 
don't you think that uh, this is a bit too old wearing scarves and hijabs and stuff hmm. and she replied that you know this world was most modern 1400 years ago when hazur sallallahu alaihi wasallam was around hmm. because if you look at the start of humanity or humans they were all naked and then when they get something in their mind that they start thinking they start exploring things they get getting better yeah. they start wearing leaves and stuff and then a time comes when hazur sallallahu alaihi wasallam came in this world and at that time world was most modern because they understand what is right isn't what is wrong yeah hmm. morality yeah morality modesty so going back there i've seen very good people with with a lot of trouble maker families like you know uh, i can tell they are hafsi quran or they are really good people within drug dealers yeah. or or having or the families having bad reputation and same goes you know vice versa i've seen there are people who are getting into wrong direction in the good families as well yeah yeah but to be honest i have seen a good chain a positive chain that's coming up with the new generation and mm. i think this will work out towards because chain doesn't happen within within a generation you know you have to pass it on to the next generation to get it better hmm yeah so yeah, yeah. if we have chain for good we're going to pass these to our kids and then just go you know, on you know one thing because you you're very uplifting you know Uh, and obviously like we should be uplifting towards you know th- the next generation and our generation as well but one thing i hate about <coughs> kids nowadays yeah is bloody the way they um immerse themselves in making others uh, having to uh, meet others requirements via social media and i've uh, i'm not saying i'm not looking at anyone in particular then but you know like when you <laughs> why do you have to say that <laughs> <laughs> You know, like say for example, Shots fired. Um, say no, I'm I'm just joking by the way, but he's gonna bring example, up her driving skills again. Uh, don't want I, to I, go I, down I feel that I road. feel like yeah. yeah. No, no, no. So what 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 I'm saying is like people have a social profile online, have an online profile persona where they show um, uh, they they show some kind of um, image um, that is not the truth, and um, it kind of. Um, psychologically it kind of messes they they become a bit what well, i guess what i want to say is they're less competent now do you know what i mean like they're not good at doing things mm. because they've got some kind of image and they're like here you go this is me um i'm great blah 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 but when it comes to the real real world they're not actually very g- that's why we're having so many people so many uh girls and boys who now who are struggling to get married because they they're not competent enough they're not they're not um they don't want to take on that kind of responsibility like you know in the older generations it would be like okay you're off age you're going to get married you're going to have kids you're going to provide you're going to contribute to the economy you're going to you're going to work basically but now it's like i don't need to do that i've got acceptance from people because of this online uh, persona that i have and um i don't need to get married in fact people kids nowadays are dreading getting married you know like uh guys who are <clears throat> outgoing they don't want to get married they they probably think it's like a a prison cell or something and it's it's, re- the, it was the, it's the same thing with women as well yeah. i i know a lot of people that don't want to get married that don't want to have kids um and and it's that's their life choice yeah but you know, know if you fast forward their life 
to 20, 30 years. Too late. Then, yeah. And Too then late. they We're come to earlier, depression. The 40-year-old woman, like it's very rare for someone to be 40 years old and, and not, not married. married yeah. But if you are 40 and you're not married, it's probably not going to be easy for you to get married. Yeah. And we're not saying, and what, what I'm not saying is uh, don't pursue other, uh, your career or ambitions outside of marriage or mm. uh, raising a family. You know, we have to be ambitious. We have to, men and women, we have to pursue our ambitions. We have to fulfill our goals. We have to be um, uh, happy and content with the opportunities that we have. And we have to give it 100%. But it's a fact, and you can look this up. People that are over 40 and they're not married and they don't, and they don't have kids, they suffer from depression. So and what it's a huge percentage. So what I'm saying mm -hmm. is, you know, uh, they go hand in hand, basically. And you know, also, you're talking a lot about older generation. And the one thing that I love about older generation is if you look back, maybe your dad, your uncles or, you know, anyone around you, they got married very early, like, let's say, 2021. Maybe, maybe even younger. In some maybe cases. even younger. Yeah. And look at yourself. We are their byproducts. Yeah. And they have raised us well. We are sitting here because of them. We have some thinkings. We have some respect. We have some customs, traditions because of them. Yeah. If they can manage everything in those hard times and we are sitting here, we have everything in front of us and we are not doing anything. Then, they, then there is a serious issue between our generation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, the, um, like younger generations will argue that the older generations, they don't have the education that we have or they don't have the uh, uh, um, skill sets that we have. But you have to remember that they were so competent back then. I keep, coming, I keep saying this word competent. It just, it's just some, something in my head. Um, so they were so competent that they came to this country. They managed to make a living. They managed to have a family. They managed learn the to language. learn the language. Exactly. And, um, what, and, and, and nowadays, compare, just, just, have a, just have a comparison. Nowadays, they like... The you know uh, the, these phones and these um, uh, although uh, I'm 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 all for technology, but in the wrong um, context, in the wrong hands, in the wrong, uh, I think social media definitely hundred percent. I I don't technology um, technology is making us think less, and that's yes. why we're not and as mindless smart. So we're yeah. calling you know smartphones, smart TV. Everything is smart and then people humans. are getting dumber. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and worse is you can so all of these things are automating things that we would have had to do manually, but worse is automating your sense of morality. So if you're getting your morality from social media, from some influencer on social media to say that this is what they're saying and this is the hundred percent, this is the the uh, the words of the. Astaghfirullah, you know, like it's the words of God, basically. You're getting your morality from uh, and some kind of automated, you know, uh, some algorithms or whatever. This is not. It's, this is a, this. This will be the downfall. For let's um. Let's <laughs> go back to marriage. Sorry, I, 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 really I wasn't. Yeah. I'm actually gonna keep it relevant to marriage, but also keep it relevant to what you were just talking about. What do you think about these websites and these apps that? You know where you meet 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 a potential spouse like shadi.com, Minda, I think all these kinds supply of supply and demand, supply and demand. Yeah. Now guys can't are, are not able to get you know when I say get girls I don't mean girls. Not just guys, chat. it's girls. Girls that as aren't well. Able to 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's like... Uh, have you seen the subscription models? Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. really funny. Women get to sign up for free. Men have to pay. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Why is that? Because men are there's desperate. More, there's more men that are yeah. desperate I know, than women. I know that there's, um, there's some good ones. Like, obviously, there's ones where you just see each other's picture and you say swipe right or whatever. That's Minder. Huh? That's basically the Muslim version of Tinder where you're like... Yeah. That's Grindr. Sorry? Right. That Grindr. Mender. No, no, no. That's, um, that's the homosexual version. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't agree with uh, this. Uh, I, I do know that there is actually a Christian one um, that is quite good. E-Harmony. Um, I don't know about E-Harmony. E-Harmony is but not a Christian one. <laughs> essentially, 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 what are you coming up with, Siptan? Essentially, you don't see each other's pictures. Yeah. You speak to each other. You speak to each other about what you want. And then after a certain time, you get to reveal your pictures. There's a Muslim app like that as well. I forgot what it was called. A friend of mine was on it. Um, it's funny, yeah. A friend of mine was on it and he matched up. He couldn't see a picture, right? And then basically they speak for a certain amount of time and then the girl gives permission to see the photo after a certain period of time when she feels more comfortable. Imagine, yeah, she revealed her picture and it was his friend's little sister. Oh my God. <laughs> no, no, but... Can you imagine? Okay, yeah. No, but usually it's um, parents who put their uh, daughters... See, but this is how yeah, bad yeah, it's yeah. gone. So, so, so the thing is, look, um, there's other ways around it as well. Um, I've seen people, they sign up to like uh, mosque uh, marriage memberships yeah. or something. Where you know families go with the daughters or sons, and and they and they they get a chance to like speak to each other, get to know the family, and yeah, then you yeah. know if it kicks off, it kicks off kind of thing. You yeah. know, there's initiatives out there. You know, you just need to be in the in the right mind frame. And I can I also just add to, in the environment of marriage these days, there's a high expectation of you need to have a house, you need to have a job, you need to have this, you need to have that. If you go back to the roots, go back to religion. You know, everyone brings their own nasib, you know. Um, you know, if you, if you take this step forward and you have the right intention, everything falls into place by itself. Expe expectations are higher nowadays. Um, and I think sometimes we tend to forget, like, when our parents or grandparents came to this country, they used to share, like, a bedroom with, like, other couples. You know what I mean? They yeah, I, like I, know, yeah. Them, like, I know that house. for a fact. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it happens. Uh, and nowadays, there's high expectations because that's just the way things are nowadays. Yeah, we need space. Yeah. We need a lot of space. Even when, um, say, you want to marry a girl, um, like the parents have crazy demands. That yeah. exists as well. Like he needs to have a mortgage or yeah. he needs to give us a million pounds or do you know what Jewelry, I mean? Jewelry, cars, you know. And that's a problem because they're not, they're not thinking Islamically and they're not thinking, okay, look, we're marrying off, you know, our daughter to this person um, essentially when they're asking for all these demands they're taking they're taking things away from their daughter's future because at the end of the day the husband and daughter's money uh, um, their daughter's money are the same very, thing very very good point and, yeah, and yeah, can yeah. I just say our culture makes marriage hard hmm. whereas our religion makes marriage so easy. simple it's so right? simple in it's Islam. so simple you do nikah you give haq mehr you do ulima game over right done. We get jahirs, we get property, we get this. We need to call yeah, all yeah. the f extended family. We need to spend, you know, thousands on halls and food and cars and jewelry and this and that. All for what? You know, you're just making marriage difficult. Keep it simple. Keep it easy. It will help everyone out. You know, when spend, I was spend that money on a good cause. Of course. Yeah. And when I was talking about when you get married, like the family and stuff, it comes as a package. It's true. And al alhamdulillah, like, to give you to give you my own example yeah and brothers this is an, uh, this is advice to you as well 
my wife and her family didn't ask for anything. That's good, when man. it comes to the Huck Med, they asked for nothing, but we wanted to give something. And yeah. they said, okay, give us 500 pounds. It's her right. They yeah. said, give us 500 pounds. And that's a good family. And that, that, that shows you that actually, you know what? You made the right decision. Yeah. When, yeah, you, yeah, get, yeah. when you get a load of demands, it, it depends what the demands are. Some demands have good intention. Some demands have good intention and some demands obviously have bad intention. Um, but yeah. Like my, my, my Hakmer was Hajj. That's, that's mashallah. Because I was going to do that one. anyway. So for yeah. me, it's like... Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I was dinner. like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Whereas good, mashallah. There's some people that make ridiculous demands and yeah. I wouldn't say that's cultural, but it's not Islamic as well. Yeah. So we've had a long discussion. How long has it been? Um, almost two hours now. No, really? One, and, one yeah. and a half. One and, one and a half. It's been one and a half. Well, right. That's that's under under the usual time. Let's yeah. quickly talk about one more thing. Go on then. And I promise I'll let you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it'll take about 15, 20 minutes. We spoke about obviously the process of getting married and stuff. Um, I think it's important. I know we briefly touched on it, but to highlight what kind of responsibility marriage is yeah. and the kind of things you go through as a husband or wife. I think that that's really important I'm gonna to touch start, upon. I'm going to start because I started this yeah, conversation. Yeah. yeah, when I got married to my to my wife, my wife is I wouldn't say from a modern family family, but they're less traditional than mine. And my family are very traditional. So um, when we got married, we were living with my family in my family home, and she struggled a bit to to become accustomed to like the cultures and you know just because it's completely different to to where she or what she's used to and I know that a lot of women and a lot of men well not really a lot of men I'd say primarily women go through this um, men don't because the women are marrying into their family so they're going over to them but yeah women definitely definitely go through that yeah 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 same so like uh, my wife she speaks Urdu mm. well her family speak Urdu and we're like Punjabi speaking family and the cultures are quite different, but um, uh, it like uh, she's been she was quite good at um, adjusting. Yeah, she underst- She understood like even though she doesn't understand my grandma, my grandma speaks very very quick, and she says like these um, like wh- what do you call like quotes like yeah. old school quotes. Can you yeah, give even- us one? Ma jamena jame potar What's the, what's the one that she says a lot, man? Atola <laughs> Dora <laughs> What the hell, bro? Oh goodness. What, is all what of these girls, he has to come up with this. Yeah. What, what, what does that even mean? I don't even know what it means. Wow. Just, uh, don't worry, just leave it. Just leave it. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a child friendly. No, it's not. No, let's, let's, is it not? let's stick to the one that <laughs> oh I, I said. Yeah, oh, we, need, we need to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> I don't even know what he said. I just find it funny the fact that it's not child friendly. <laughs> I'll let you know. Yeah, I'll we'll tell you afterwards. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what it means. But anyways. Um, uh, <laughs> 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 but anyways, um, she was very good at um, sort of adjusting, you know, being friendly with everyone. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. That 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 was just way out. Do you know what context. it is? Yeah? Do you know what it is? Obviously, you don't ask for examples. No, I bro. gave you one. You should have left it at that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. 
But sorry, sorry. Now <laughs> asking for examples again. Ever again. I apologize to the audience. I don't even know what it means. Right, and we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it Why that. didn't you say something you knew you the knew. meaning of? <laughs> I don't know, if, I don't know, I don't what, know what this means, but she said, she said this. this. Yeah. I, listen, I, I, honestly, I don't know what any of them mean. They're so like, they sound so deep, man. All right, away, so Why didn't you ask your grandma? Yeah, no, away, so you give on something that's popular in Pakistan. You don't ask me on it. Jule Lal, the, what, 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 what are the Jule stuff behind at the behind? Jule Lal at, at home, bro. I know, I, I know one. I know, I know. One's one is Tarnamal the Mirtechol. What does that mean? That means uh, uh, relaxed environment and sweet rice. How, <laughs> yeah, that's no, what no, it no. Means. How, how is that advice? No, no, no. But it, but it in is, that co- in Punjabi, it, it, it kind of. Like, uh, oh, actually, I got one. I got, I got another one. This one. Wait, wait. It's relaxed not relaxed this environment. And this one. And and <laughs> okay, it's, it's, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. Right, that, that's, that's good. good. Yeah. It means work hard. Essentially, what it means is work hard and, and eat good. Eat, eat good. Basically. And so the one that I'm saying is like, Sounds turn, like personal training Turn them all. The Mirte Chol is like relaxed environment and sweet rice, right? And that basically means as in like, don't stress about things. Yeah, yeah. It has just, connotations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. connotations. Okay. You know, I'm yeah. so used to saying connotations <laughs> now. I don't yeah, say yeah, connotations. Yeah. But it just means you know, just chill out. Don't stress, and you know, you'll have a good life, a chill life with sweet rice. Right. Okay. Cool. You're talking about your wife, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, there was a bit of adjustment. Obviously, um, my family, I tend, they tend to be quite like passionate, hmm. loud, passionate. You know, the Similar way they talk. Similar to mine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Whereas her family are more sort of. Quiet, reserved. Quiet, reserved kind of Simple thing. people. Y- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, Same. yeah. Um, but, <laughs> no, no, they are hard. <laughs> no, I understand. I, understand. I'm, I was laughing at the loud thing. I, in my mind, I was comparing us to some African-American families that are quite boastful and loud. <laughs> loud? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I was referring to. And it, it made me laugh. No, but, but Punj- on, Punjabis are naturally loud. Yeah, 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 yeah I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're very passionate. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Well, Clark, can I so, ask you a question? I know we're talking about how you and how your wife settled in obviously to a new environment new family and stuff um, and you could carry on talking about that but could you also add the difference it was for you to be a husband as opposed to a single man responsibility. as well because that's quite interesting responsibility that's all it is is i i accepted uh, people tend to not accept the fact that they are married uh, eventually they're gonna uh, get grow older and they're going to die people are scared of the thought of getting older and dying and not having responsibility when you have responsibility like i said before your mo- your 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 life kind of goes up a gear so your i feel like i've i've been a lot more um i've been able to d- achieve a lot more after i've been married i've had my goals have been more clearer um, I've had things to sort of motivate me to 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 sort of to be do better. What to about do better, the beginning? Yeah. Did you feel like that at the beginning? How did you feel at the beginning? At the beginning, it was quite. You feel like that naturally over time. Yeah. But I think at the beginning, especially when it's an adjustment for both of you, it's quite hard. I found it quite hard personally. There was times where we'd have disagreements, right? Oh yeah. And yeah, I would yeah. just be like, "What have I done? Yeah. <laughs> what have I done? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like." oh no like how am i like how am i going to deal with this because you have to like deal with like concerns that she's brought up and you've never dealt with these concerns before so it's kind of like well you're putting me in a difficult situation Mm -hmm. especially when it came to obviously her moving in to live with my family there are certain confronted confrontations and i'm just like well how do i handle this Mm. but 
if, just coming back to that point, how do you get over those things? What do you do in those situations? When a situation when, where, you know, there's conflict between your family and the, and the missus, how do you, how do you your resolve Your family it? and the missus. Yeah, yeah. The missus is your family. So yeah, it should, yeah. It should, but, but, no, but so she's the daughter to your parents. Yeah. Your parents are her parents, and it's just the environment that you create, basically. I understand, but I was just providing context to the viewers. If there's an argument with your wife, between your wife and your family, they're both family. I understand, but what would you? What do you do? How do you diffuse the situation? It, I've never had that. It's hard to please everyone. I think. Yeah. I think it's hard to please but everyone. They, there is a way to settle down. You know, uh, you don't have to upfront. In front of your parents, or you know, yell at your wife in front of your parents yeah, out of respect. Both have their own places of respect I, I and think, love, yeah. and you are answerable to your wife. Yeah, okay. I think. I think what what was what was what was um, important to me was to protect my wife. So if she had a confrontation within the family, or if something happened, and she had any concerns, I always told her to come to me and speak to me and let me deal with it because I didn't want her to look bad in front of my That's family right. and I didn't yeah. want her to say anything. So yeah. I had to sacrifice myself. And like, it even came like, th there was even times where my family thought I was the bad guy. Mm. And to be honest, I was fine with that because at the end of the day, they're still going to be my family. And although they are my wife's family as well, mm. yeah. I would rather protect her and sacrifice myself, if you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So that's very important. So I think it's a good uh, thing to have balance. I think over time, what happens, what, what actually happens is the wife kind of genuine, ha, grows the love hmm. because the, the better you are with your wife, the more she would love your parents. Hmm. So you have, to, you have to be 100% with your wife. If you're um, one of those guys that are, uh, you know, just treating her like an outsider, she's, why is she going to love your parents? They're not entitled to her love. Do you know what I mean? It should all be natural. So you have to treat her right. And then she will, out of the love for you, she will say, uh, I don't know, uh, she, she will grow to, you know. These people raised the person that I love, the person that does so much for me. Like, how can I not be nice to them, basically? Exactly. How can I not respect them? How can I not respect them? Exactly. Let's come back to relation between husband and wife. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Mm. what if there's a conflict between them? How should you go forward? So yeah. I gave I gave the way that I dealt with it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, how how, get, how would how would you brothers deal with so, it? So so if it's if it's a confront uh, if it's a, a a disagreement between me and my wife, and it's from more from my side, I get I tend to get super angry really quickly, and it's like really I I, I know this about myself. Um, even when it's with my friends and stuff, I get super angry. Basically. Okay, we're talking about confrontation between husband and wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah hus husband and wife. Yeah. Okay. So like um, she knows she's she's sort of she knows me by now and she knows to just be quiet. So yeah. when she so she's quiet, she lets me vent and I, I huff and puff and, you know, all these different things. But then afterwards, she she approaches me and she says, look, what you said is, do you think it was uh, like rational? Do you think mm. it was logical? And then we have a conversation mm. and same the, with the other way as well. You know, there might be times where she's super emotional about something. Mm. You have to kind of understand that, you know. She has feelings too. Do you know what it is as well? Um, me personally, I can't speak for you brothers. Um, and I think generally men, when they argue, they argue with logic, whereas women, they argue with emotion. Mate, you generally the kind of worms here. Yeah. No, no, generally, generally, yeah, yeah. right? I'm not saying all no, I women agree, speak but with emotion, but that's why when... They, they hate you when you say that. 
No, they do. They do. Well, it's and true, my, though. My wife's probably in a bad listening I'm now. Joking, thinking, I'm joking, guys. Wait, 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 wait till this guy's podcast, <laughs> yeah. podcast oh, is done. I'm yeah. going to deal with him. Yeah. But, um, but no, it's true. There's been loads of arguments where obviously she's being a bit emotional and it's, it almost sounds like because I'm not being emotional myself, it almost sounds like I'm being patronising or taking mm. taking the mick. Yeah, if I you know, know exactly what I mean. What saying. Yeah, I know exactly like, what you mean. I'm not saying I'm not saying that I'm right. Yeah, but but this I, is how I, women I, are. Yeah, you know, I can, I emotions can, flow into them. Like yeah. they they're made of emotions. Mm. They yeah. show it, you know, clearly. But yeah, us yeah, men, yeah. we 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 have some kind of ego. We don't really. No, show. no, I, 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 I don't I, think I, it's ego. I can agree. It is some something that you you know you feel a bit like. Maybe it's a cultural thing yeah. that in our culture, men don't really We're show their to love show or respect. We're not allowed to, to show emotion. I'll tell you that. I don't, think it's, that. I don't think it's that. Because, I think, because I think the Pakistani culture doesn't like apply this. to me, someone who's been yeah, yeah, predominantly yeah, yeah. British. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it's that in my opinion. I so think men are just more... They're not, it's like a natural thing. Can I just say, like in, in our culture, um, so I grew up in Pakistan, 15 years I spent away, spent his whole, whole life there. Um, but I know for a fact... Men, I'm, I wouldn't say aren't allowed to. Obviously, they are, but it's frowned upon if you show emotion. You can't be overjoyous. You can't be oversaddened. You can't be, uh, you know, too rebellious. These kind of things, you know, this and the other. Um, I, I've been in situations where, like, you know, you just have to walk away. You're not allowed to show emotions, you know, and you it's know, and. Yeah, just yeah. You, I'll, I'll leave you know, that. You know what? Um, I I can't understand your point because. I was just like, what is this? What is this emotion? There you what go. is this illogical emotion rambling? Why? What is this? Mm. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And I just, just walk off. Yeah. And How he, I think is, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So y- you have that type of. But you thing. have to. You have to understand the nature. And well, you also have to be very patient. I think yeah. patience is something that you definitely. And need. there might actually be some kind of adaptability. Actually, actually I, I say there might. There definitely is some kind of wi- not wisdom, but. I guess this is how this is why we're made like this, you know. We're mm. like yin and yang kind of thing. But I feel like in 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 our culture, that there's a thing. Owais would probably agree to this. There's a saying, or you know, this the theory that uh, Marad family and Tamana, like he, he's like he provides support to them. Pillar so if if, if you know in that situation in a in in our culture or our you know society when uh, a male is predominantly the provider and you know the, the 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 man of the house as they would say if he's unstable or is always you know on an emotional yeah, roller coaster yeah, yeah, yeah. how will he provide stability to that family? can i say another thing add yeah. into that as well right logic as men keeps us sane yes if we were if we were emotional i think emotional men there are emotional men that don't act with logic they act with emotion they end up hitting their wives and stuff like that correct in my opinion and that's why as as men logic keeps us sane exactly and i think there's a there's a currently there's a uh, a trend a topic uh, about toxic masculinity and how males are very um they don't have enough emotion and stuff and i think that's a uh, that should be a topic for another podcast definitely. yeah definitely 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 so coming back to the relation mm-hmm. between husband and wife, <coughs> what's your take on how should you diffuse the situation? If you argue with you your know, wife, I would say I'm still learning. You know, personally, I would say I'm still learning. You know, the best thing you can do is when the emotions are overflowing, especially anger. I'm not gonna lie, I, I do get angry quickly, but the thing is, I I know, you know, 
obviously sometimes you can't just control it it just happened but most of the time i try to control it and you know move away from the situation and then come back when both are calm down mm. yeah and and there's a thing like you know you probably hate some of her habits mm. but there are a lot of things you love as well you know mm. when something happens you you should think about those per, those habits which are dear to you and also there's another thing which i feel um there's a difference between here in pakistan that when you're angry yeah you show like you stop talking for maybe months or oh that's week, true okay yeah? and that's horrible. and what you can look she's your wife you have a conflict or both of you are angry but you can't just stop caring about her you know you can't uh, stop the love towards her hmm yeah. you know you got to understand she's your responsibility okay you you have some you know disagreement between you but you need to care about her in in pakistan i feel like within most relationships so it could be a father son relationship it could be a mother son relationship it could be a whatever relationship you know husband and wife there's a lack in communication big time and this is what is killing relations yeah although it's not termed as divorce yeah. but it's it's been killed that's, inside yeah that's like over time it's like you know what they call the honeymoon period Yeah 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 like yeah. they're like oh are you and oh, there's, the honeymoon there, period there's another over. side of it you know if you come back from work and you're sitting together everyone is in their phone or watching tv and someone is playing games or you know whatever it can be yeah if you're not communicating enough you're not getting along enough yeah you know? and don't don't blame your kids when they grow up exactly and yeah and they turn around and they say nah mate you know uh, i'm going to do what i want to do basically you know and and you're going to say oh you you're the <clears throat> you're the westernized you have yeah. no respect for elders you this yeah. this 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 but you had well, no you time for that you haven't looked at yourself first yeah mm. you know? yeah yeah no it's but, true but you know people like always won't understand this you know mm. using excessive technology or when you are around with your spouse you're not talking properly this will cause something very you know this will cause a high tide during your um older age you know yeah, when yeah, you have yeah. no one around yeah everyone is busy in their lives all obviously of the same age yeah. what are you going to do then yeah. you wouldn't mm. have yeah. anything to talk about you, you know you know what i have this theory yeah, and i've read this in a book um you know this whole thing with uh, social media and people being less competent at doing stuff and they're just less able to you know think for themselves i think it's it's one of those things where like it's a cycle so it's the the next generation who are dependent on these devices and stuff it's, they're going to be like a weak like a weak yeah uh, like a broiler uh, chicken yeah 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 like a, <laughs> bro it's already happening you know the like snowflake generation it's a snowflake generation yeah yeah entitled <laughs> to everything entitled to everything don't do anything exactly and then what's going to happen is the times are going to get hard the times are going to get hard uh they're going to be less competent there's going to be less pr- productivity and then that's when there's going to be another generation where it's like okay we need to be a bit more tough and it's like a cycle basically cycle yeah i suppose I, we are stuck we, in we between are, you know weak times no, uh, bad times create strong men strong men create good times good times create weak, weak men, men yeah. and it's a cycle i i suppose you're right in some ways but if you if you look back at history um going back to the world wars and stuff um 
after the world wars there was a generation growing up and the older generation used to say we fought wars what did you do yeah 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 you know it's it's just it's just something that the older generation would always think that they're better than the the younger ones but one. what yeah. is the next generation going to say we but had uh, we had uh, 40,000 followers on instagram do you know no, what no. is <laughs> I, I have to defend the young generation at the same time as well relating it to marriage right um, especially in this country so my my dad for example he's back home my parents got married back home my mum's british born over time he came to this country and at that stage at that point um i think it was like mid 90s the economy was very different right mm -hmm. so back then you could raise children just one person mm -hmm. and you can i mean properties were affordable as well the house that we lived in it was a two-bedroom house i think it cost my dad like 29 grand that's yeah. crazy that yeah I, oh, I've, I've just I've just bought a house and I could tell you that I paid more than 10 times that amount if anything 29 grand didn't even make my deposit so yeah, I'm not surprised so yeah when we're talking about you know like back then people were more like tougher and whatnot like the challenges that not just our generation I think the generation below us are going to face especially when they get married is things like buying properties, supporting their families. Like, this is going to be very difficult. So yeah, maybe they are soft, but they've got harder challenges. But I the think. thing is, there's there's a, um, a change in how people do things also. So before it was all about uh, accumulating assets um, and properties and this and that. However, in this day and age, it's all about leasing. Um, you go on holiday, you don't buy a room, you rent a room, Airbnb, you want a car, you, you buy it on lease, you pay £200 a month. Because you can't afford, you can't afford you it. You can't afford the car. Same with the house, you get a mortgage because you can't afford it. And I think moving forward, it's going to become even more pre predominant that people don't own things, but they rent things. I, I can even, I've even worked for a company that leases out tele, you know, mobile phones. You can pay your contract for like £6 a month and you've got your phone, your SIM, you, your everything. People are getting accustomed to, to, to rent and lease. Let's wrap it up, we've got four minutes. Yeah, let's yeah, wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, we could wrap uh, it up. I think we could touch on it another time because that is interesting, especially with the challenges that people face. Um, I mean, how, how, how do you guys want to wrap it up? I, I just want to say to everyone, you know, uh, to all the young ones out there, um, you know, make sure that your intentions are good. Um, you know, try and follow your religion. And, and to the older ones, I'd say, you know, with all due respect, we need to break out of this cultural mold and make marriage easy and not difficult culture makes marriage difficult our religion makes marriage easy yeah and marriage is also a very big responsibility understand that it comes with many packages and there's loads of things that you have to consider and don't think about today think about tomorrow and don't just don't just have um attraction or the way someone looks as your only criteria it has to be a lot more than that because we're talking about your we're talking about your future essentially and that's something that you have to take serious especially if you want to get married you I brothers would, well I, you don't i would <laughs> i would say that you know um whatever happens between a husband and wife it should stay between husband and wife mm -hmm. the problem gets bigger when you share it with your family and you know Okay, if your family is on to the other side or on to the positive side, they, they're going to come up with a, something that's going to connect you together again. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But if your families are on extreme sides, it's going to blow it up. Well, God, keep it child friendly. Right. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say a quote. 
It's um, not from your grandma, it, is it? And <laughs> I hope it's not from Mahatma Gandhi either. I hope you understand it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Is it in English or is it in I your language? I just said it now. Now I've got to come up with it. Is it in quote. Punjabi? Okay, this is what I'm going to say, yeah? Go on. Um, you know all the young lads <coughs> who are running around um, chasing girls or whatever? Take on the responsibility of having a wife. Take on the responsibility of raising a family. Um, it will only make your life better. It will only put you in the next level up. It will only drive you... Uh, uh, drive and fuel your ambitions more Don't be scared of marriage um, It's not something that you should shy away from And respect women Yeah I was going to say a quote but it's a Nas lyric But Yeah I'm sure we'll come back to it And I'm sure the audience will have a load <coughs> of questions Or they might say actually you missed this out And maybe you could talk about that next time But let's yeah. wrap mm. it up It's been almost two hours and I think it was a decent pod Brilliant Thank you very much Take cool. care guys Assalamualaikum <laughs>